Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Who let the dogs out? It's me. It's me. I'm Jackie the Dog Zabrowski. I was the one that was let out. And if you want to come see a dog in action, come out to the Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser live show in January. We're going to be in Chicago. We're going to be in Pontiac, Michigan. We're going to be in Milwaukee. So why don't you come out and join us? It's going to be a heck of a time. You can get your ticky tickies at lastpodcastnetwork.com slash p7live. I sure would like to meet you. I'll see you in January. I don't want a lot for Christmas. <laughs> there is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. Christmas. It's also Hanukkah. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Welcome to, to the holiday edition of Page 7. Hello, and happy holidays to all. My name is H- Hilden for the holidays. Oh, interesting. I beca- like, yes, I become a bit Norwegian over the holidays. So you Is can it more Hjolden? Hjolden, though? Like Yulag? Just Hjolden. Yeah. Like a fjord, but a hjolden. Hjolden, oh hjolden. <laughs> I am Molly Jolly Neffel. Wow. And oh, she's it's a Molly Jolly holiday. I am wearing a Santa hat, and I highly recommend wearing a Santa hat because people just smile at you, and you forget you're wearing it, and it really turns people's frowns upside down. It, I purchased a leopard print Santa hat that they sold at my grocery store, and I have also been wearing it. It's a little too small for my head. Think it's a child's hat. <laughs> You know what? I have been rocking the hell out of it. And you're right, though. It is just, you know, it's just nice to see. Yeah. It really, I'm amazed at how much people smile at it because I have not enough Christmas cheer right now. I'm like scraping the reserves of my Christmas cheer. I'm like turning, upturning the the cans and the boxes, trying to find some. (laughs) And it's not there, but apparently other people have enough that they just see some stranger in a Santa hat and they're like, 
Oh, and a Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> oh, isn't that nice? Maybe you just need to have a Merry Christmas about your lips. <laughs> I, I Maybe my problem is I haven't watched uh, Muppet Christmas Carol yet, though. I, I've been saving Muppet Christmas Carol. I usually save it for right at the end so that I can watch it at least once or twice, um, usually the 23rd and the 24th. Yeah. But maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe you just need to slap it on, Molly. Yeah, yeah. I'm already scheduling when to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Uh which is usually, I say, for either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So you always watch that one. That's the one. It that's has to the be one. the one. Yes. For I, me, it's a Christmas vacation with my father. And weirdly enough, now, and I think this just always happens randomly because I'm just hanging out with my brother watching TV, but we almost always end up watching Bad Santa together now. It's great. I love Bad Santa. Apparently, I read Santa, somewhere fuck too that me Santa, fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa. He was apparently like actually hammered for like most of that shoot, which makes oh, so yeah. much sense. <laughs> I just love how tra- I love trashy Christmas. But also, how great is Bernie Mac in that movie? Oh, I feel so like that good. is one of the underrated Christmas movie roles. He's so with the with the tangerine or the orange that he's peeling the entire time too. Yeah. Such a weird choice. I believe that it was his last movie. I loved Bernie Mac. I love the Bernie Mac show. I love everything about Bernie Mac. And that was uh, I, I love that you get to see that still every year. Just a dose of Christmas non-spirit to aid to your Christmas spirit. Yeah, I need a little of that. Tonight I'll be watching Gremlins because uh, Wish and the Bruiser is doing an episode on that, and I'm super excited to watch that and the sequel as well. But, of course, the first one's more of a Christmas movie, even though it was released the same day as Ghostbusters in the middle of the summer. (laughs) And, by the way, isn't that insane that Gremlins and Ghostbusters both debuted on the same day? I would – what a double feature. Yeah, that is a double feature. It's perfect. It's like the perfect – they're both horror comedies – Unbelievable! Oh, I definitely would have seen Ghostbusters first, for sure. For sure! There's got to be some proud guy who's like, what would they have to be, like 45 right now, being like, I was the perfect age to get stoned, and I saw both in the theaters the day they premiered. Yes. And and it was Gremlins and Raiders of the Last Ark, Lost Ark, that uh, convinced the MPAA to add PG-13 to their ratings. Interesting. Wait, what did it go to before? Was it, no, was it P- PG or R? That's to... why Jaws is PG, which is fucking ludicrous. Uh. That is ludicrous. But at the same time, I mean, it's like they were a lot more lenient back then, just in general. Right. Apparently, um, a mother, I'm sorry I had to go off on this tangent because uh, I'm just going to repeat all of this on Where's the Bruiser, but apparently Chris Columbus directed it. He wrote Goonies. No, wait, Chris Columbus didn't direct it. Joe Dante directed it, but Chris Columbus wrote it and he also wrote Goonies. You know what he also directed? Jingle All the Way, which I didn't realize that Chris Columbus already also oh, did. Oh, he's great. And anyways, no, it was Joe Dante. Apparently a mother ran out of the premiere uh, to scream at him in the lobby because of the gremlin exploding in the microwave scene. <laughs> yeah, but also, don't put a living thing into the microwave. Wasn't it the same time when people were finally learning, like, oh, you can't put a cat into the microwave? <laughs> It's not going to warm them up. It doesn't make them feel better. It doesn't give them toasty toes. It gives them explodey toes. (laughs) I remember being a kid. Like, I remember thinking that PG-13 was, like, the ultimate, like, badass rating. Like, if you got to Uh, see a PG-13 movie. What was your first R movie? True Lies. Good Nice. That's a good one. Mine was Cliffhanger. Um, I don't think I had a, I didn't have a specific one because I was always, I had an older brother, so I'd always, like, it wasn't, it wasn't a fun thing. I remember the only movie that we had walked out of that my mom made, what was the movie with Buddy Christ? 
Um, the, um, the Jay and Silent Bob yes. movie. Oh, uh, 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 Dogma. Dogma. That was one. That was one when I think it was Henry's first R movie, I believe. And you walked out? No, they did. He was there with his friends, but my mom had brought us because Henry still had, didn't drive yet, and we sat in the back, and she made us walk out. Uh, why? I believe it was when it was Chris Rock that came down naked, right? <laughs> Wasn't it Chris? And I think just the idea of Jar- George Carlin as some sort of, I honestly still have never finished it. Oh, and good. I know that Dogma is a great movie. I, w- I would like to see it again. But it's one of those I like, always think about, like, I remember when like my mom was like, this is it. This is not a movie for a little girl. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. It wasn't rated PG though. But I was also seeing like I was. We were watching it. I was watching it at six. Right. You know, so we were watching horror movies forever. But how dare we have like an anti-religious movie that we watch? Right. You know what I mean, I mean uh, to be to be fair, a lot of horror movies take religion very seriously. Yes. So. I mean, the, even like the omen. Yeah. Also, it's like you're right. I don't want to be uh, have the devil put his semen inside me and make a rosemary's baby. Would Not you the- like that, Mom? <laughs> Does anybody? Oh want no, that? is that what you have? I think some people it gives you some sort of power. I mean, I do like those cat eyes. Rosemary, did you know? Then the song would be different. Speaking of which, <laughs> the email is going out. I believe in the next day or so. Organizing the uh, dress like dogs and go see cats. Oh yeah. Birthday evening. Yes, you will be on the email, Molly. I better. Hopefully, it'll happen for my birthday. Uh, it's going to be a big event. We're just like, like I said, we're just going to get, and we will supply dog costumes for those in need. Uh, we'll oh, be you're going to buy those. just a bunch of extra dog costumes? Yeah, yeah. We will be ordering extra dog costumes because so, I don't want to make people fucking buy a dog costume unless they really want to. You know What, what I mean? are you going to do with all these dog costumes afterwards? <sighs> I mean, give them to the poor? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You are right. I forgot. Amazing? Yeah. I just, like, why are all these homeless people dressed like dogs? <laughs> 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 just hanging out, drinking coffee. Uh, full dog costumes. They'll be warming. They'll be warming costumes because I'd love to get like real big, goofy ones. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you should look like um, what Bill Murray, like the kind of dog Bill Murray's dressed as in Scrooge. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I feel so bad, though, uh, potentially for anybody we may ruin the movie for. Of course you're going to ruin the movie, but you need to go see like a midnight show. That's the thing. I'm yeah. going to go to a late showing. It'll be a, a solid week after the movie has come out, and it will be, yeah, hopefully it'll just, and hopefully they'll be delighted to see us. That's the thing. We don't want to take anyone's joy, but I guess I just have faith that anybody going to see Cats has to have a good sense of humor right, about it, but right. that might be me being too I think in generous. Queens, maybe you can expect a little bit more of that than maybe a very nice, polite, like Charlotte. Charlotte, we would ruin the movie for people. Right. I mean, because- we're definitely going to ruin the movie for people yeah. in Florida because Henry and I have openly told our mother that we are going to make fun of it. And she, I don't think she really, we're definitely going to ruin Cats for my mother. I was going to say, we know that you're going to ruin it for your mom. So whether you ruin it for strangers or not, you know, you're you're already swinging big. Now, this is a weird oh, yeah. world. Oh, yeah. This is a re- weird world we live in. Uh, it looks, It's looking like Cats. People are. So I've seen some rumblings that it's actually good. And I've seen a bunch more rumblings that the new Star Star Wars Wars is is bad. bad. Oh, my God. So it's like what kind of strange – again, I feel like we are in the wrong – not not the perfect timeline, right? We're in a different one, and that's – I'm fine with because all realities are happening at once. I'm okay with the reality I live in, right? Right? For now. But but, – yeah, what a weird one. There's, there's a lot of things that would change about this reality, but cats being good is not one of them. So <laughs> No, except for the fact 
that we must speak to the fact that Jason Derulo has said that they CGI'd out his anaconda penis. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say at this point, this dude is, I think, just trying to create thirst traps left and right with his fucking anaconda, as he calls it. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. and I see you, Jackie. <laughs> I see you. What? I'm just having my eyebrows are dancing with you, the holiday spirit. What would you even do with that thing, Jackie? I'd go, ow, 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 ow. Yeah, you would just holler in pain. I would definitely say, ow, ow, ow. I mean, that's the problem, though. It's, it's the same kind of thing. It's just, it is the same slander that is said about women that have a huge rack, like and like my rack plus some, and my my mother's one, my sister is one. That when I was like, yeah, but the bigger the bigger they are, the better. It's like no, they have horrible back pain. It's difficult to find bras that fit. It's difficult to find shirts that fit. It's the same with that big of a cock. Sometimes it's not good. Right. But what does what? bad effects other than having the producers of cats CGA out your dick like it might not be good for people who he's having sex with but for him he seems to be quite proud of it yes he is proud of it but then you have to remember there are people like John Hamm who even though he is a he's a big machismo dude he likes to make sure that his pants he gets his pants specifically vented so that you cannot see the outline of his dick because it makes him uncomfortable to talk about. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's fair. So it's like, because it's like, no one, he doesn't want, even though he's John Hamm, he doesn't want people staring at his cock. And I, I get that. But also, I'm going to say creatively, look, and I get it, they have real hands and real feet, but other than that, they're mostly cat-like besides their creepy, weird, weird real face. But the body, and the face, the face is the problem. But it's like cats have weird spiky dicks. Okay. You think that it was a cat choice that they I mean, photoshopped you know, out his maybe, dick? Maybe to keep a little realism. I mean, a cat doesn't have a log. Period. <laughs> oh, it was just weird underneath the they CGI'd my dick out headline about Jason Derulo. It's just two pictures of Paddington Bear. And I was like, why are they? It just pad- and I <laughs> immediately CGI'd. thought, oh, Paddington must have a big cock. So Jackie- but no, he said that he could clearly see his own penis in the trailer, and I meant to go back and rewatch it. Have you seen the trailer? No, I I wasn't that thirsty. Dick watch. I think we need a little bit of a dick watch on the trailer. I fucked up and didn't go through it because I want. I'm now watch. curious. Did they really CGI it in between the trailer release and the film release? Was there like a a league of outraged mothers that was like, "There's too much cock in this preview." <laughs> I'm, I'm here to see not cats, cat. not cocks. <laughs> It's not called cock. It's not about fucking chickens. It's got a cock. You know what I mean? It's called cats, it. god damn it. It is distinctly called cats. <laughs> not cocks. I really appreciate someone had reached out to me talking about how Rum Tum Tugger was, who is who Jason Derulo is playing, was part of her sexual awakening and how it makes sense that Jason Derulo is playing it, even though they weren't necessarily into Jason Derulo before this movie. Mm. And I forget that Rum Tum Tugger is, of course, I mean, his name is Rum Tum Tugger, yeah. is the sexy cat. Uh, okay, I'll take your word for it. I, you know, I really have watched... The entire musical away from my memory. This will be as if uh, it was a fresh viewing of it, even though uh, I was tortured with a viewing of it live uh, back when I was in high school. And uh, was it done by high schoolers? Or no, was it done no, by- no. It was. I don't even know. I don't see how that could even happen unless it was at like a really fancy performing arts school because of the amount of dancing and prancing that must happen for a cat's <laughs> musical production. No, no. My parents had like the Broadway lights season tickets. Ah. Uh. And so we would go to all those. We went to Joseph and the 
Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah. And um, we did, you know, all those movies. Miss Saigon. My dad and I had a weird time with Miss Saigon one evening. That was a weird. Why? What is that? It's very <laughs> horny. It's a very horny uh, I mean, uh, it musical. is. It is very horny. A yes. bunch of hot stripper Vietnamese ladies. I guess they were prostitutes or whatever in the product. You know, whatever they do. I don't, I support it. I support sex work. Okay. And I was very supportive of it that evening, but I was sitting next to my dad. Yeah, that is uncomfortable. <laughs> the horny musicals, it's it's a rough it's a rough time because it's not a horny genre, you know. No. I mean it it is, but it's not meant to be. And then when you go back and realize like, oh, this is all about fucking Chicago, that's a horny musical. Chicago's oh, horny. Man, that's a horny musical. I like you, that though. And then you've got your ones that are like the music man that aren't horny but are horny. You right, know? right. Mm-hmm. That's Harold Hill's just trying to get some. It's weird when they slip it in there. <laughs> when you think Literally about it. and figuratively, yeah. Well, I even remember, I know that Rent is a horny musical, yes. but then in I was always listening to Rent, and then when I finally went to go see it with my mom, I didn't realize that the big, like, the crescendo song was underneath a white sheet where they all are fucking each other. Uh-huh. And spoiler alert, that is at the end of that song, after they've all... Um, after they're all fucking and having Eight. an orgy on stage, uh, is when Angel dies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, worst song in a musical, by the way. Will you light my candle? That is not the worst song in a musical. I've heard so many worst songs in musicals. I hate that song. What's the worst song tippy, in a musical? Tippy, then? Tiny hat. I have a tiny hat. What's That's that? not one of them. <laughs> I just imagine. I imagine that is a song in something. <laughs> and it's a man with a very tiny hat on. Well, I can bring it hat. back to the to the seasonal theme of this episode and say my yearly annual controversial take, which is the love we found in Muppet Christmas Carol is the worst song. Wow, which is music. Jackie's like favorite I know. song. Unbelievable. Wrong. Uh. I wish she wasn't wrong. As a mother of two, you should never be wrong, but this is something <laughs> that you'll forever be wrong about. The and um, that's okay. Oh, oh my God. Sorry, I got struck with singing it. Just you singing a couple parts. That's the worst song. I love you, Belle. You did once. This is a way of you, Belle. He does say that dumb. Let me repeat my (laughs) refrain, Molly. I will stare at you directly in the eyes while I do this. Will you light my candle? (laughs) Sucks. What are you staring at? That Nothing. song fucking sucks. Hair in the moonlight. <laughs> it's it's like it just it feels like it never gets going. It feels like r- trying to run in a dream. That's what that song sounds like to me. Like it's. Uh, 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 I might also put forward several songs from Annie. I do oh, not like a lot of. The I love songs Hard Knock Life. Hard Knock Life is great. That's a great song. But I feel like if you ever just actually sit down and watch the movie Annie, by the end you're like, this is this over yet? You know? Right. There's a couple of songs in Gypsy that piss me off, but I can't think of them right now. I know, because, like, I love Rose's turn, but I forget the song that's, that I would always go past because I hated them so much. Right. I also just, I mean, I guess this goes into the more the least favorite characters in a musical, but whatever the two, I'm gonna, I'm using uh, sneer quotes while I say this, quote-unquote uh, comedy duo in Cats, I forget their name, they can oh, go yeah, fucking... Yeah, yeah. Uh, get run over by a fucking garbage truck. A cat car, Those yeah. two characters. Uh, I hate them, and their song is so bad cute. Yeah. I hate bad cute. Bad That's... cute, and, and every musical has it. Yes. Oh, my God. Every single I musical. do have to share with you guys, speaking of songs, someone tagged me on Twitter of using... I laughed for so long, I just I have to share them. Someone tagged me in using the plot of the song Christmas Shoes but in other songs, lyrics, i.e., 
The price is right. My money's short. Mom dies tonight. Dressed for the Lord. Simply having a wonderful Christmas shoes. And I love that, but this one I think I might love even better. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. Mom's about to meet her maker. Please, sir, sell these shoes to me. I just want my mom well shod when she meets the son of God. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is shoes. I retweeted them. I don't want to, I guess, what's the word? Dox them? I don't want to. Uh, if you want to look up who wrote these, I, I just mazzle. It, it's beautiful. That's amazing. Um, I laughed so hard. All I want for Christmas is shoes. <laughs> My mom's well shod. It was when she meets the son of God. <laughs> That's so good. That's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, also, I do have to make mention because Mariah Carey, you know, singer at the top. She's the queen of Christmas. You guys listened to us talk about her for two weeks on Pop History. But I got to say, finally, finally, after 25 years, All I Want for Christmas is You hits number one on the Billboard charts. Now, I had no idea that that was uh, not a thing yet. Yeah, I thought that that was the whole thing. It's charted every year because I knew that. charted. It has charted every year since its release. But I didn't realize that even on the year of its release, it did not hit number one around this Christmas season. It hit number three. It said the closest it got was number three. And the first holiday song, and I believe, I'm, I'm going to assume the last holiday song, was the Chipmunk song, the Chipmunk song, which topped the chart for four weeks in 1958 into 1959. Which is disgusting. And I agree with you, Zelda. That is awful that that is what, remember when that was a thing? That annoying, high-pitched voice uh, with the chipmunks and the popularity of the chipmunks. Yeah, I am really, I was never like a chipmunks family. No, know? I mean, I guess Alvin, Simon, Theodore, I definitely watched the cartoon, but I, you forget that they people actually wanted to listen to a record of that. How dare you? Wait, you don't like the chipmunk song? You don't no, like No, it's annoying, Jackie. Yeah, people are chipmunks people, though. Jackie's one of them. Yeah, what? What? Okay, you know what? I'm actually going to maybe have to agree with Molly about the Muppet Christmas song thing just because you're being a, like this about the chipmunks. You're about to get Christmas canceled. I'm about to get Christmas Someone canceled? Someone come out of the woodworks and Christmas cancel him. Club him with the Christmas stick. <laughs> <laughs> he gets clubbed with the Christmas stick. I get it. I know. I am aware that the chipmunks are annoying. I get it. But I like the song, and as someone, you know what? I needed a fat hero in Theodore, all right? I needed him growing up. And you didn't see a lot of other fat mice chipmunks on the screen, okay? I needed him. It was between him and then the little fat one, what's his name? Gus in Cinderella. I had Gus <laughs> and I had Theodore, all right? That's all, I I, I needed it In for terms me. of fat icons? Yeah, they were my, yeah, they're my icons, <laughs> And I needed them. For like for cartoon wise, and Ursula, of course. Sorry guys, I'm gonna be right back. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> mommy's gone for now <laughs> because baby's being a baby. That's wow. why this spooky Christmas ghosts are here to hold down the fort. And we were talking about Mariah Carey. I have to say it. So I have been watching a lot of Billy on the street. 
I've been kind of obsessed with Billy on the Street. I think that it is it is a great show, and I never gave it the time of day. I love Billy Eichner, but I never watched it until it came on Netflix. And apparently, stars they're just like us. Mariah Carey has also been obsessed with it, and she had been tweeting at Billy Eichner talking about how much she enjoyed the show to the point that Billy Eichner invited her to do a segment on the show, Billy on the Street. If you look it up, look up Mariah Carey, Billy on the Street, you can watch the segment. And you know what? She did it. She did a great job. Yeah, it was fun. She did seem um, visibly uncomfortable around normals a little bit. She, and especially when normals would hug her because that's yeah. the best part. So if you, have, if you haven't seen Billy on the street, he <laughs> runs up to people and kind of verbally assaults them on the street and yelling at them, but it's all in a fun, positive light. And if you, wa- if you binge it the way I did, it is pretty great because I think that only in New York, baby, my town, only in my town... <laughs> Can Billy Eichner run up to people in this manner? I feel like it wouldn't work in almost any other place. It definitely right. wouldn't work in LA. And it's unless they would know unless they knew it was Billy Eichner, then they'd be like, okay. I loved watching people just like certain people just melt upon viewing Mariah. Mariah Carey. Like, just like And she looked great too. She looked really lovely. I have to I I was looking to see if I could find out. If you had listened to again the Mariah Carey pop history, you know that she travels everywhere with her own lighting to make sure she looks good. She looked like again an angel in this shoot that was just on the street. I think that they had specific lights on her. What did you watch the <laughs> clip? I'm pretty sure yes, they I did. Yes, I totally watched the whole thing, and it was great. Because, right, That's she looked so, great. Yeah, she was, like, shining. She was, like, a vibrant uh, angel. Like, to the point that I Christmas was like, how angel. did they Photoshop her like that? Right. Um, and she had this great red coat, but it was so funny watching people hug her. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. But it was so funny to just like, this is Mariah Carey. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> I just watch people like their love world stop which would be my reaction most likely as well it's also funny I love on those situations when you also have people that is because it's New York that are just like okay whatever it gives whatever a fine I've it's got something to day. do that mistletoe though what a lucky guy that girl was beautiful that he they did the mistletoe with he's got toilet paper yeah they were holding mistletoe over people's head and like you have to find someone to kiss you have to find someone that to kiss so funny. I it's I I really do uh, I would say it is a fun holiday thing that is not a holiday thing in general to watch Billy on the street. It's great. And just imagining what you would feel like if he came up and screamed to you because he's just, he's delightful. And I I just can't believe that Mariah Carey wanted to play around with something, that she wanted to have a frolic, which that is beyond me. When I, and she won't even let her own kids sing, but she's yeah. down to have fun on the street. Yeah, that's cool. She must really like the show a lot because I de- definitely seemed like she was very out of her element in yeah. a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. If you want to see a Broadway show, I think you need today ticks. If you want to get a post-holiday glow, I think you need today ticks. If you haven't seen the Book of Mormon yet, you're totally missing out. It's a musical comedy from the creators of South Park and one of the best shows I've 
ever seen. I was laughing so hard during the show that I was both happy and concerned that I had laughed my butt right off of my body. Don't worry, it's still there. Gobs of it are there. If you're going to be in New York City, London, LA, or San Francisco, you've got to get tickets. And the best place to get them is on Today Ticks. Today Ticks is the place to get the best prices on theater tickets. Whether you're into musicals, plays, comedy, dance, or really anything else, download the app or visit todaytix.com to find a show you want to see. Also, ding, 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 it's a great place to buy last-minute holiday gifts because you ain't got to wait for them to send you the tickets. But honestly, whether you're giving theater tickets as a gift or taking a break from mall elves nipping at your toes to enjoy a show yourself, the experience is something you would never even consider returning. Today takes hooked page seven with Book of Mormon tickets, and I lost my mind. Why had I waited so long to listen to Book of Mormon? When it came out, I was going through my anti-musical phase, and I was a dumbarella. I'm so happy. I was given such an amazing experience. Who wouldn't want tickets for a great date night or a fabulous eve out with friends that isn't just hitting the same bar you go to every night. Switch it up. And if I hadn't started using Today Ticks, I wouldn't have heard about the Edward Scissorhands parody show that was playing in my neighborhood. I immediately purchased last minute tickets and had a holiday blast. I'm telling you, Today Ticks is opening my mind in a way that I ain't had since I heard about Gogurt for the first time. Squirted on the go? No spoons for your yogurt? Today Ticks has all kinds of shows from all over the place. It brings you access to the best shows on Broadway, in London's West End, and across America, all in one place. And I cannot recommend Book of Mormon enough. It's the 14th longest running Broadway show of all time. It has won nine Tony Awards, including Best Musical. It's a musical comedy with the laughs to make a dark-humored, unfeeling about musicals goth daddy even have a good time. Get at it. With Today Ticks, you can get a great deal on tickets in New York City, London, LA, or San Francisco. Buy tickets to the Book of Mormon at todaytix.com slash page seven and use code page seven to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's code page seven at todaytix, T-I-X dot com slash page seven for $10 off your first ticket purchase. Todaytix.com slash page seven. My pits don't stink no more. Use native Boom, 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 boom. I use a scent I adore. Use native. Boom, 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 boom. Can you imagine the stink on that little drummer boy? He's working so hard. He's banging that drum with his stink sticks. And he needs native because making the switch to an aluminum-free deodorant does not mean having to sacrifice on product performance. If he could just put down his stink sticks for a minute, he could see that native has over 9,000 five-star reviews. Check them out in Today's Show, Elle Magazine, Pop Sugar, Refinery29, just to name a few. And less is more with Native. Like the sprinkling of a lone percussion thump in the wind, the Native formula contains simple ingredients you understand, so you know everything that's in their deodorant. 
This aluminum-free safe and effective deodorant has so many multiple great scents like coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint, as well as limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. And they also offer an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. No clumpins and it actually works? No way, donkey! I imagine that's what Mother Mary's catchphrase would have been in the manger. Me and my eucalyptus mint native smelled the opposite of manger living. I smell like I am a full-grown woman that takes care of myself, and I am! Sometimes! It lasts all day, and I bet I could have hopped on every king of Bethlehem and still have rolled off the last one hours later and still smelled like a virgin. Free returns and exchanges in the USA, so why not give her a try? For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code PAGE7 during checkout. Again, for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code PAGE7 during checkout. Um, Can we also say, speaking of out of our element, did you see the picture of Kumail Nanjiani? Oh, my G word. I can't. So I think a lot of you guys know we here at Page 7 and LPN, we are friends with Kumail. We all came up together. And I saw that he was trending. And I was like, what the hell's going on with Kumail? And I looked at the picture. Kumail got ripped. Kumail Nanjiani, who's from Silicon Valley, he's, he's in a million things. He does a lot of characters of Bob, Bob's Burgers. Like, he's in a lot right now, but he's also apparently about to be in Marvel's new movie, The Eternals, and good lord, he got ripped. This is one of the weirder situations <laughs> uh, for me, because I know Kumail as like the dude in the comedy scene in New York. When I was first starting out, it was very nice, and his fun, nerdy uh, girlfriend at the time. Now they're yeah. married, Emily, and we would just nerd out and talk about video games and stuff. And so he's it great, is just and he still so, is just as delightful, it super is so warm and yeah. friendly. Yes. and and so now he looks like that. Bizarre to see these sorts of things. It's, it's kind of the same thing with with Michael Che for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's just like, what in the hell? What in the world? Um, yeah, Michael Che is on an episode <laughs> of Sesame Street, yeah, and every time like, I see what? him, I'm like, Jay. Man, <laughs> this is the thing I'm most jealous of you for. Yeah, yeah it's Sesame Street. <laughs> and yeah, Kumail, man. I saw he was turning and I was like, is everything okay? And it turned out everything is, I guess, more than okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was so excited to see this because I also, the reason why I brought this up, because it really does shine through of what a good dude Kumail is. Because he was talking in his Instagram post, of course, after you stare at the picture for at least five minutes straight, you were like, oh, what does he have to say? And oh, there's a caption. (laughs) And what I really, truly enjoy is that he made made it very clear that the only reason that he had time and was able to possibly look like this was that he was paid a lot of money and he had a team of people keeping him on a rigorous schedule, rigorous eating habits, that it is not something that he would ever want to keep up and or do on his own. And he under, where I think that it is something that we all need to remember that when we see these pictures in magazines, a lot of people get paid money to look like that. Yeah, exactly. And that, that is their job. Him getting in shape was his job yeah. mainly this year. And that was the same. I think this first came about, I think some some comedian or somebody talked about it with uh, because everyone was freaking about, out about how ripped Brad Pitt got for Troy, for the movie Troy. 
And um, and somebody said, I was like, you're right. It was like, yeah, I would get that rip too for millions of dollars. Yeah, millions. I could do that if it was literally my job all day all, for you, months and to, do, had, to look and like this. Not only is it your job, because for some people it's their job. For these people, though, like Kumail, it is you have every resource at your fingertips too, like trainers, people making your meals for you, right. like chefs, everything, especially if it's Marvel and Disney. You know what I mean? They have all the resources. Right. And it's not that regular people can't do it, but of course you can do that in a year. If you, you know, it's like if you really want to, you can, but it's remembering that most people's lives are not that. And I mean, I even struggle with it. The fact that, you know, I, I work out fairly often. I don't look very good. You know, it's like nothing in my body is necessarily changing. And that's okay. Jackie, do you need me to Christina Aguilera you right now? You're beautiful in oh. every way. I don't know my actual lyrics, so I just assume you, it's in How do you way. not know the lyrics? You're beautiful. I know the most important thank lyric, you. Jackie, and that's you're beautiful. Okay? Oh, thank you, Holden. And even though, nice. I don't, even though I don't really mean it, I think you need to hear it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just think sometimes people need to hear it. Um, um, well, <laughs> thank you, I guess. But also in the comments he even said, or in the in that same Insta post, he even said, like, sorry, Emily, to his wife for, like, I all, love that. all I talked about for the last whatever yeah. year is dieting and working out. And that's the other part of it that's, like, you become kind of fucking boring if you want to become that serious about, because that's he all says, you'll think quote, or talk about. I promise I'll be interesting again someday. (laughs) Because, yeah, of course all he's doing is complaining. He can't eat anything. All he can do is work out. All I I would only complain to the point that probably Jeff would leave me. Like, oh, I can't. Oh, can you wash that dish? No, I can't. My body, no. Right, right. (laughs) And and I did love that Emily also posts. It's just so weird that we're talking about on this, uh, about people we know. It's so odd when this happens. It is very weird. Yeah, Emily, Kumail's wife, posted a picture, a really cute picture of him all jacked up but playing a video game on the couch and just saying, like, he's still this guy. He's just yeah. jacked now. Um, it was really fun. Yeah, man. My, yeah, my memory of Kumail is, like, the same place I met you guys. Yeah. Uh, Sound Fix yep. in Williamsburg, <laughs> Sound like, fix. 12 years ago. 100%. Nicest guy on earth. Yeah, super cool dude. And uh, fun shows. And now he's jacked. Yeah. I remember. I remember talking to him. Actually, we took a walk to get food in the middle of a comedy show and he was telling me about he almost got that role on community and he ended up getting the other gig i forget what his first gig was that he moved out to it was like a it was like it was just some show that wasn't as successful as community and uh but he was it was between those two gigs and he was just about to move to la and then like you just watch this career take off it's kind of amazing so you know what i'm happy for him and you know what i do say about his body I think I might like oh, it. Right. I think I might it's like it. It's the yearly it. watching of I think you might like it. We're doing it, right? We have to do it, right? Oh, we <laughs> have to do it. Now, Holden McNeely. Uh. Holden McNeely. Holden McNeely. The world wants to know, have you ever watched the music video of I think you might like it? Yes, of I have a microphone course. in front of me, but yes, I'm talking into my hand as if it's a microphone. Of course. <laughs> You've watched it? Yeah. Why? All right. Why? Why? Guess because of you guys. We watched at some point to be like, I have this is important because it's all we talk about all year. All year, exactly. I think it's important. You know, it is important. It is. I have few holiday traditions. I want to make more, but one of them is watching. I think you might like it every year before Christmas. I mean, with page seven. My favorite thing though about the whole tradition is that in the song, it's I think you might like it, and then you guys. 
not how I sing it. Decided to if you might like it, which is just like it sounds like a fucking McDonald's jingle. Um, and is completely because not the song. Because it's even better. <laughs> I think you might like it. Yeah, it wasn't until like the ninth might. viewing that I like heard where it actually says, I think you might like it. Yeah. Because the, what really sticks out is, I got a little plan for you. You know, that's, yes. uh, that's, that's the real hook. And I still don't even know the rest of the words of the song, except for when it's like, and we're watching It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> and I know that part of it. It's the least Christmas song sounding Christmas song. Yeah, that's what I love. It doesn't sound anything like a Christmas yes. song. It just looks like absolute dog shit. Yeah, and, and it looks like a summer day when they filmed it. The Absolutely. Music so there's just very little of it. It, it, it's you saying that line about it's a wonderful life makes me go oh okay now i'm hearing the christmas element of this song there is no christmas element to it except that they're flying into an airport and as i say every year i no longer fly home to dubuque iowa because my family's all out here but i used to fly home to a very small airport where everybody waits in the like there's like one room at the airport and when you get off the plane at christmas everybody's there it's very much like a hallmark or lifetime movie uh and so whenever we watch this video of them flying into a very tiny airport it actually rang a little true for me interesting See? you would mention interesting you would mention hallmark though <laughs> I, I know that's another oh, we are banned everyone ballgame. is banned we're never watching hallmark ever again yes yeah. bad bad to hallmark and I think it was Lifetime that has the uh, extremely what, the movie that has been described as a hate crime on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> of a woman who wants to date a Jewish guy and has to learn, has four days to learn all about Hanukkah. Oh, and what's so bad about that? It's rough. It's rough. They're like, she's sitting with her best friend and she's like, do we know any Jewish people? And they're like going through people that they might know who are Jewish. <laughs> At one point they Google Hanukkah. She's like, can I really learn about Hanukkah in four days? It has something to do with donuts. It's bad. It's rough. It's like, uh, it's wait, did you watch it, Molly? <laughs> no, I just, there was clips being shared online and I literally stopped what I was doing so that I could watch all of the clips. And I think I might seek it out because I think that this is how my Jewish husband experiences the Christmas season as a Jewish person. <laughs> I think he might really like it. Oh, you think you might? You have it all queued up. We gotta watch it. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just want to throw it out there that those suckling noises you're hearing are not me. Uh, that is a baby sucking on a pacifier. So um, I just I want you guys to think I'm going. That's true. Fact check. It's actually holding with a lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> He's always sucking. He's never not sucking. He's got a candy cane just ravenously sucking. This ain't no candy cane. It's a dick. What does that mean? What is it? Oh, it's It's a a penis. Yeah. Sucking on it. You want to do a three, two, one countdown? If you guys at home also, if you are listening at home and want to watch it with us, I really implore you to do so. We're going to do a three, two, one countdown, and you can hit start when I say the word start. Oh, wow. This is just on. I, I just started typing it in, and it just, this computer knows. Of course, the Last Podcast Network studio knows exactly what we're doing. But also, I think that we owe ourselves a lot of credit for uh, boosting this video to Sure. It's almost at a million. It's almost at 10 million. Yeah. Nine oh, yeah. of those million are us. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. And especially once we talk about the meat and grease that happened over the weekend. Yes. Oh, my God. And then the story of the jacket. We're going to talk about I all can't. of it. can't. Guys, well, we'll talk about that after we watch. We have to watch the video. All right. I'm ready to go when you are, Jackie. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Three. Two, one, start. All right. I think you might like it. John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. 
produced Again, by like we JTP. say everywhere, it, every year, it is, it is hella <laughs> once them foot starts to happen. Oh, my uh -oh, God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Although, oh I will God. say now, those shoes, those leopard print boot heels that she has on, uh, have come back around in fashion. But what will never be in fashion? The chin beard the chin that beard. John Travolta has and or the spray painted on hair. I will say in that Grease meetup photo, he, he looking a lot better. Yeah. He looking kind of good. It's the wig, though. Oh, is it a wig? Oh, yeah, it's a wig. Oh, just be bald, John. But also, but his uh, his scruff scruff looks good. His looks scruff scruff does look good. Succulent. Uh oh, when the foot is a tapping, don't come a rapping. <laughs> she's, she's driving no, alongside like, a fence of a golf course, maybe. I think it's all filmed on a golf course. Yeah. No, no, it's it's filmed at the tiny airport where his airplanes live. Yes, uh -huh. but, but his airplanes live right next to his home, so it's essentially his his estate. Uh huh. His yes. estate. Yeah. Because so, so that he he wants to be able to step outside of his door. <laughs> there he goes. They run, there he they goes. Run He's got for a light so jog. Oh, I got a God. light jog to her. <laughs> That's a wonderful life. <laughs> yeah, get it. You know, I enjoy it because it does seem like they are actually still friends. It does, and although, I doesn't love it that. also all seem like they're just about to kiss the entire video? Right. They seem sort of, it seems like there's a sexual energy. Well, I mean, of no, course, that's probably how they got cast. They have a chemistry together. Yeah, but you also know? Kelly Press. I mean, his wife and and one of his kids are still in it. Right. So the the tallest one is the one that he now acts with. And of course, if he's going to be forced to kiss a woman, you know, kiss Kelly Preston. She is still so hot. Who are these old? They're grandparents waiting for the kids at the airport, Holden. Ugh. Just wait until the service members arrive. There they oh, are. Oh, there they are. <laughs> there are the service members. Drop what you have. Love. I have family. And support the troops that we do here oh, on look, he's so sad. He's, so he's sad. lonely. Uh oh, he's going to fuck and that. He falls in the, the bathroom. Cop. Oh, my God. He's going to fuck that yeah. cop in the bathroom. I love it. Just get the servicemen in here. I love it. Sit behind him. That's, that way you can't actually talk badly about and the video or it'll look like you're not supportive life. of the troops. Support the troops. Oh my god. It's all half-assed dancing. Just what a weird no, no, no. move uh, to just oh, repeat. Yeah. I'm doing the move while I'm bouncing Zelda of right now. Of course, everyone is doing the move. You gotta yeah. do a little a little shake, a little bob. It is definitely a move that everybody can do. <laughs> That's true. Right. The barrier tantry is Even low. a guy in a wheelchair could pull that move <laughs> off. It is... I, I'll never really understand why it is such low production. Because they have so much money. But I, I think, look at that boogie. Yeah, kiss it. Ugh. I think you might like it. I like it. Might. <laughs> <laughs> God, I would love. It. We need. We should hit up the. Um, we should actually hit up uh, the person who directed that music video and see if we can get an interview with them. <laughs> I would love to talk to the person. I would love to talk to the, the creative brilliance behind I Think You Might Like It because you know what? I think about it all year long. The whole team. And as you know, the meat and grease. Also, I don't know, Holden, if you noticed that he had a wallet chain, right? Did you notice that? I did not notice that upon oh, this viewing. It's prominent. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. You can't unsee it, which is why I didn't even bring it up because I, I usually stare at the wallet chain. The ah. thing about this, this music video is that it somehow manages to get much worse every time I see it. Right. Every single time. Every time I see it, I'm like, that is not even as good as I remember. 
It's very devoid of any sort of creativity. I feel like the interview with the guy, too, will be so funny because whoever made it, um, or woman, okay, it could be a woman. But <laughs> a woman it, could be responsible for this mediocrity. Oh, yes. <laughs> it'll be the kind of thing where in their head, it'll be one of those interviews where they're like, I have this whole body of work. Why are these people obsessed with only this Obsess. one thing that I did? Why do they keep asking me questions about it? I did so many other things. Regarding the... Music video, I think I might like it. I have one more question. Sure. <laughs> this That's what I'll say to the person. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you might you have, like it. You found Is a way it? to ask me another question? <laughs> uh, here's, here's the thing. How about this, Jackie? If you were to, let's say this music video was wiped from existence, John Travolta, Love Newton John are horrified. How dare you even say that? But okay. They call you up, Jackie, and they say, we need to create a new music video for I Think I Might Like It. What are you going to do? What is, and you, they want you to direct it. They want you Starring to Starring Jackie the, and Holden. Yeah, creative vision. It's all you. I'm going to recreate it step for step. <laughs> I want every single thing exactly the same. <laughs> wow. I want to find every single person that was in it. And wow. I'm going to ask them to turn. I want 15% less flavor on it. And, the and, the and, old people even older Yeah, now. yeah. And, but older. You, well, you could do the digital because those servicemen are probably older now too. But they, <gasps> then you'll do the Netflix digital uh, aging thing. I would rather thing. digital fur technology. What if we? What if it's the new cats? What if it's what if cats? We, oh, we hit up Andrew Lloyd Webber. We see if we can just slide it in to cats. Beautiful ghost. I think cats might like it. I think cats I might think like it. I think the cats it. might like it. <laughs> yeah. And put it into. I bet we'd get the egot for that one. You think so? We'd get every single yes! one with the one video. We'd get all of the awards. They'd be like, "Fuck it." It's just as good as a Broadway play that was on Broadway this year. Let's just give it the Tony. Let's give it the it. Grammy because it's a song. It. Let's give it. It's it's as good as a Broadway or as a uh, Oscar worthy film. Let's give it best foreign film just to make <laughs> just to confuse the people who made foreign movies that year. Because whomever created the phrase "meat in Greece" does not get the egot. I think that the the title of an event called "Meat in Greece" is truly disgusting because if if there if I'm not covered in grease by the end of it I don't want to be there. Yeah, right. the problem is that it's two verbs, meet and greet, and so meet and grease definitely turns grease into a verb. I, I, and I, how dare they not at make it the M E A T? Ah, meet yeah. and grease. Meet and grease. Now there I I will be there. Right? I will go there. Right? So there you so go. So John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John in Florida did a tour, a mini tour called The Meat in Greece, where they <laughs> put on the original clothes from the movie that they had not put. It was their first time in costume since they made the movie, which is good for them. And I think really why John Travolta looks so good in these pictures it's because he's bald now, and I think they were able to apply an actual full wig on him. Which, good for him. I love that he's bald. I think he's so much sexier. Don't ha don't You don't need the hair plugs. You look great. Yeah. Embrace it. And also, if you're going to embrace it by wearing a full wig, do that instead of the, whatever in-between nightmare is happening, and I think you might like it. It's that Because yeah, it's spray it, that, that looks drawn on his head. Yeah, like it very is, much drawn on. Yeah. It is spray paint. And so essentially this show was a sing-along to Greece with them and then a live Q&A afterwards. I'm also upset and I would have probably been very upset to not have been there 
if they had sung, I think you might like it, but I don't think that they did. I think it was just Grease songs. But, you know, I am a sucker for Grease songs, and John Trell looks great. They both look great. The he thing looks about good the, and for the first time, and I'm thinking that in my head for the first time in decades. Yeah, I've never thought. I, I recently watched Face Off. He does not look good in Face Off. He looks no. great in this. He is, um, he has gotten, he's come full circle. He was so sexy back then. He is so, I think this is the sexiest he's ever been. But you know how I feel about a daddy. So I think he looks great. And he's also, yeah, what is that? Ugh. What are you, ugh? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, ugh. Also, Holden, I don't know if you know this, but I think you might like it. Technically, it was written as a sequel to You're the One That I Want. Ah, well, And it's I... supposed to be them all grown up, like, later on. Well, I love that Olivia Newton-John is all grown up because you know how I like a mommy. Mommy, mommies and daddies. Mommies. I remember I'd read a little bit ago that Olivia Newton-John had sold her original costumes from Greece uh, at a charity event that benefited the Wellness and Research, the Cancer Wellness and Research Center, which is her own charity that is about that gives all the donations to fighting cancer and she's actually in the process right now of fighting her third battle with breast cancer Olivia Newton-John is not doing very well and that's why I'm surprised that they actually were able to do the meet and grease but it's fucking great she's pushing through and so she had sold off the all of the clothes at a charity event and the person that bought her jacket which was the leather jacket that she wore at the end she, that she loved actually came to one of the meet and greases and gave her the jacket back. He said, the odds of beating a recurring cancer using the newest emerging therapies is 1,000 fold greater than someone appearing out of the blue, buying your most famous and cherished icon and returning it to you, which is what I'm going to do right now. The buyer remained anonymous. Don't cry. I'm not going to cry because I definitely cried when I was first reading it. She's and then don't make me. <laughs> ah, she's so she's crying. She got her. How sweet is it, but Jackie? Because really, think about how sweet it is what he's doing in this moment. I know, and he said this jacket belongs to you and the collective soul of those who love you, those for whom you're the soundtrack of their lives. It should not sit in a billionaire's closet for country club bragging rights. For this reason, I humbly and respectfully return it to its rightful owner, which is you. Yes, and yes, she's crying. Jackie's got tears pouring down her face. slowly rolled down her face. This of the billionaire. <laughs> She's, as she was saying, billionaire. Just a, this eccentric ass billionaire who is now like a big part of Olivia Newton John's life. Yeah. It's like, I bought your jacket, but I'll give it back to you. I gave it you. back to you, and it made Jackie cry. She it still made cry. Me cry. And you know what? I have to yell at you guys. I have to yell. I have to, I have to confess something. I have to confess since I'm already crying. Um, last night I was in the kitchen and I heard Jeff watching something and I just heard this little voice that was like, do you think that she would also like a red balloon? And I was like, who is that cute little voice? And I come out and Jeff was playing the trailer for Christopher Robin, which is a movie that came out last year that was starring Ewan McGregor and it has the cutest version. And you guys know that I've screamed about Winnie the Pooh for years. Right. Christopher Robin. We watched it. You watched it. And I I watched it and I loved it. <laughs> and it was so cute. And his little voice was all about remembering 
What is like to have to remember the simple parts of life and how to love again? You have serious issues. You need to work this out with a therapist. N- Holden, <laughs> no, I am on Team Jackie on this one because I am oh. Team Defend Winnie the Pooh because Winnie the Pooh, the A.A. Milne Winnie the Pooh, not the creepy-ass Disney Winnie the Pooh with mm. a creepy-ass voice but uh, and a creepier-ass piglet voice, but A.A. Milne Winnie the Pooh, the books are very good. They're about depression. They're about loneliness. They are that good dark children's book shit. And even though it all got schmaltzed, it's actually very good. Eeyore is an icon for the depressed. He was like trying, he was making jokes about killing himself in the, in the movie. Yeah, And Ewan McGregor acts his ass off awesome. up against these CGI. Li- and you know what? Talk about digital fur technology. I don't know why whatever <laughs> Cats is didn't use how they made. The- I know nothing about animation. I know nothing about that kind of stuff. So it's probably something completely different. But they were so cute and they were so well animated and they had these little faces and they all kind of talked like this and I loved every second of it it's on Netflix and I cried through most of it it's beautiful I'm so glad that you have come around man because I will cry give me an excerpt from a Winnie the Pooh like the the books and I will weep I just saw one about Eeyore being like a total mental health icon and how Piglet and Pooh are like, we'll sit with you when you feel sad. It's okay. You don't have to be fun. And it's okay. You don't have to be anything else. We'll just sit with you. Uh, And that's devastating. (sighs) Devastating. Piglet is good, Jackie. I'm glad that we, this this whole podcast was just a long con for me to get you to admit that Piglet is good. (laughs) I think it is. And you know what? I finally found out because uh, I didn't realize that Jeff was pro Winnie the Pooh. And he's like, well, I never wanted to tell you because I thought you would make fun of me. I was like, when am I? I'm never that per. I'm not that person. I'm never a person that will ever make fun of anyone for liking whatever they want to like. Uh, you know, I, I'm not. Well, except for uh, you with video games because you're a loser. But yeah. I, and you have called me Piglet in a derogatory way. Yeah. You, yes. you used to be a professional bully in middle school or whatever. I'm not anymore. I've grown. Okay. Well, I'm just saying he's not. His thoughts are not unfounded by any means. No, like he's wrong. That, I, I love the idea that in just mind he's going to be like, I actually like Winnie the Pooh and you'd just be like, oh, you fucking loser. You fucking dog. Winnie the Pooh. I'm in the band with Winnie. It is funny though. Um, it is funny. So no, I've grown. I'm a fucking Christmas angel and everyone should watch Christopher Robin. Wow. Molly please watch Christopher Robin. I'm going to watch You're it. going to love it. I'll watch it once I make time from I still no did I finish divorce uh, marriage story divorce story yes I did. Oh, divorce story. <laughs> I did. So I have time now for Christopher people Robin. Are, are people kind of trashing it on I just was like I don't I can't even A little bit. They're definitely a little bit tra- I will say I didn't want to speak to it because uh, nothing has come out after it but Adam Driver walked out of an NPR interview yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Why did he leave? Apparently he has major anxiety around watching his own performances, oh. which I find to be the most relatable thing about yeah, Adam Driver. That's, yes. I relate to that. I have a really hard time and watching so, myself. I guess at least the theory is that he was so anxious that he he is like he when he does interviews he asks like don't play my oh. shit and when it was like him singing which I guess was like ten oh. times the nightmare like it was that mm-hmm. clip and so he left the the theory at least it being because of his uh, stage fright anxiety. Well, it was fresh air too, right? Terry Gross is usually really on top of that sort yeah. of thing. I mean, I really like her work, so that bums me out that 
That must have been uncomfortable. Well, apparently they had asked him, and he it's at least what it seems so far. Not, okay. a, not a lot else has come out just yet. Just it seems that out. they had asked him, and he was like, he thought that it was going to be fine, and then couldn't handle it. Interesting. Which is so very I do appreciate relatable. that they had asked him. Yeah, I uh, uh, don't listen to or watch my own work unless I am specifically directed by a director to do so right. because I find it to be agonizing. Yes, it is tough. Zola, Zola. Oh, baby, we got to plan a wedding. I, 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 I said, I'll find it all bright. She waits for me. It's so hard to pick a registry. Me fussing and fretting about invitations. Me want an end to this misery. Zola, Zola. Oh, baby, we got to plan a wedding. This episode of Page 7 is brought to you by Zola. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful. They give you the ability to set up your wedding websites, registry, invites, and a guest list manager. It's like having JLo living inside of your computer, except instead of having to worry about JLo stealing your groom, you just have to worry about the computer becoming sentient to steal your partner. Oh, the problems of the future. With Zola, you can conveniently manage everything online and in one place. Making the wedding music playlist is hassle enough. Make the organization easy. Zola has helped one million couples get married. You can be next. So first, you start with a free wedding website. It's so easy and takes just minutes to set up. And even this technology not-so-guru could figure it all out and in the amount of time that it took me to drink two White Claws. And I drink them very quickly. Although I have yelled, if you like me, then you should have put a ring on me drunkenly, maybe once or twice in my life, I'm surprisingly not married. But I will say that my bestie used Zola to plan her wedding, and it made everything super simple. I've been to weddings where no one knows where the reception is. I've been to weddings where the schedule of the weekend was only told to the drunk dog man, best man, who forgot to tell anybody where they had to go. Zola puts everything in the same place, and it has a FAQ section, which helps address those awkward questions like can I bring my kids or do I have a plus one or will you be mad if I scream at my ex-boyfriend and leave the reception crying? I've never done that. Zola is the highest rated registry of all time and 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 you can even get a 20% off post wedding discount so you can even wait to make sure you ain't got to deal with a how does she like her eggs runaway bride situation. Sign up at Zola.com slash page seven today to get your free personalized paper sample pack. Then use code SAVE50 to get 50% off your save the dates. That's Zola.com slash page seven and promo code SAVE50. That's Zola.com slash page seven and promo code SAVE50. And on that note, it's time for the list. Who's on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. Ooh, it is eight bizarre fan theories about your favorite holiday movies. Now I've heard everything. (laughs) Now you've heard everything. This, I thought, was actually kind of fun. I'm sorry, I'll restate it because I did scream over what you just said. Eight bizarre fan theories about your favorite holiday movies. Whoa, you you even did it for me. Now I've heard it. That number one, the Santa Claus, the movie with Tim Allen, proves that the North Pole is full of cannibals. 
What? what? On the surface, the Santa Claus series is the heartwarming tale of Tim Allen <laughs> taking on the duties of a fallen Santa in need. But Twitter user Hannah Priest thinks it's about something else entirely. The North Pole is inhabited by cannibals. Her evidence? The elves' casual attitude toward death and a new Santa just taking over. The hundreds of elves and Mrs. Clauses who apparently go missing over the course of the series and the size of the oven in the kitchen. Quote, the elves are clearly baking women and possibly children in their oven, then using the bodies to make ceremonial cocoa when they then feed to future Santas. Where are you finding your lists, Jackie? Yeah. What is that? So. Number two. No. Santa in the Santa Claus is actually an an exiled wizard from Harry Potter. (laughs) What? Another theory about Santa Claus would have you believe that Santa is an alumnus of Hogwarts. We all know Santa is magical, but the evidence does stack up. How does Santa get up and down chimneys? Flu powder. And why can't we see him? And how does he get to every house in one night? These jobs are made a little easier with an invisibility cloak and a time turner, of course. You know, I'm not anti-Harry Potter discourse, but this 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 item on the list has me real cranky. <laughs> Interesting, but Jackie. how do you feel about Home Alone's Kevin McAllister growing up to be Saw's Jigsaw? Uh, indifferent. You're indifferent about it? <laughs> what about the idea that John Candy's Home Alone character is the devil? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually thinking about that one. So John Candy's character is Gus Polinsky, a.k.a. the Polka King of the Midwest. One Reddit theory goes like this. At one point in Home Alone, Kevin's mom, Catherine O'Hara, says that she would sell her soul to the devil if she could just get back to Chicago to be with her son. The next time we see her, Gus Polinsky <laughs> appears and offers her a ride back to the Windy City. Oh, oh that one's kind of fun. That's kind of cool. Okay. That's fine. The passable. What's next? Wait, 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 wait. Number five, though. <laughs> Mia from Love Actually is the devil. Ah. The, the child? The little girl? No, Mia is the bitch that Alan Rickman remember oh, bitch oh yeah bitch I'm watching that movie tonight by the way I can't wait it's great I'm sorry she's not a bitch she, uh, she although no she's not she, I don't I'm sorry she's well, not you're a having bitch. a really crazy you're inter- trying to decide whether you should blame battle. the cheater or blame the cheatress ah. this is what I'm saying like this, it's more of a bigger thing of like I would say that she is um I would say like 20% malevolent in knowing the fact that he has a wife and family and does not give a fuck anyway. So I'm not going to completely blame her for this. And technically, in the movie, she doesn't really do anything. Well, that's the thing. That character is written to literally just be like a walking like blowjob machine with no brain. So <laughs> She is I, a blowjob machine. I think that it's okay to call her uh, names because literally no woman on earth is like that. <laughs> Not even the woman who will take your man, like even the worst woman who you hate who could take your man uh, more complicated than that character in Love Actually. actually. A thousand percent. I mean, there, there's not a whole lot of layers to it, and um, that's not her fault. That is the script writer's fault. Why does she all love to Alan Rickman? R.I.P. But why oh does God. she want to blow him <gasps> so bad? I love Alan Rickman. Would you blow him like she wants to? Uh, not that character in that movie. Definitely like... Um, uh, not, it's not Die Hard. Is it? Yeah, yeah, Die Hard. Mm. Okay, right. Pat, I, I, I also a different Professor Snape. Movie. Definitely Professor Snape. I would have sex with like in a fucking heartbeat. Ooh, yeah, but, but not like bumbly, dumbly dad. 
no, can't he's kind of an asshole. So I wasn't, he's awful. Yeah, and I do like the fact that he encourages Laura Linney to go after Mr. Young Big Pouty Lips. But other than that, <laughs> nah, I, I, I don't want to suck on that bread. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mia does. <laughs> Mia does want to suck, suck on his soggy bread. I'll suck on him. Number seven, Rudolph is Donner's <laughs> bastard son. <gasps> we know, of course, that Rudolph doesn't look like either his mother or his father, and that the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names, and that the father of Rudolph's love interest, Clarice, seems incensed at the idea of his daughter being seen with a red-nosed reindeer. The only explanation is that the red nose is like a scarlet letter A. Rudolph is an illegitimate child, a bastard, an unclean birth. Jackie, it's Pooh here. No, Pooh! I feel like this list is making me sad. Pooh! Oh my god! Pooh just wants to play! He just wants to play! He just wants to ride! He wants to remind Christopher Robin! Pooh! He wants to remind Christopher Robin! Pooh, it's Piglet! Hello, Piglet! This list is making me feel a little bit afraid. Yes, I feel sad and and Piglet feels afraid. I'm sorry, Piglet! (laughs) I'm sorry. Why are you doing this to us, Jackie? Yes, Jackie. I'm sorry. I don't want to. The list is over. We don't. We won't continue with the list. Oh my word and day. Are you still poop? No, I'm the blind no. items intro holding. I thought maybe no, Pooh was going Pooh. blind. Pooh's not going blind, is he? Oh my God, it's me, Pooh, and I. No, don't. My vision seems to be. Darkening, Jackie. Don't do it to him. Please help me, Jackie. No. Please help me. There's nothing you can do about it, though. But please help me. Please. I think I'm going blind. Blind. No. Items. We can't see a poo. We can't see the poo. Yeah, it's blind items. Fucking Winnie the Pooh edition, and everybody hates it, and everybody's sad about it. No. Okay. This, do- this little bear with a big tummy. <laughs> yeah. He's always hungry and all he he just and then he sees these balloons and he and he and then he wants a balloon and you and McGregor goes, You don't need a balloon, Pooh. And he goes, No, I don't need one. But I would like one very much, please. <laughs> oh my god, give him a That's balloon. great. I gotta watch this. I gotta watch this. I can't believe that is what I can't believe you don't hate it. The, everything you describe <laughs> makes me feel like you should I'm, hate it. I'm a changed person. I feel like now I need to consume as much Winnie the Pooh. I guess. Well, thank oh God. God. What am I? Hopefully that means she'll stop relentlessly making fun of people <laughs> for the things that they enjoy. Nah. All right? Super Mario rules. I know. He's a little man. He loves his mushrooms. Everything was digitally altered and combined in the Christmas card of this A-list reality star. It is all CGI. Kim Kardashian. I know, but I just love this trope, right? That, like, none of her cards are real and that, like, Kanye's never actually in the room and all this stuff. And if you do look at it, I guess I could pull it up, the last Christmas card. But, uh, yeah, they released their first Christmas card with Psalm in it. Psalm the boy, not the... uh, uh, Bible passage, um, and yeah, it's. Uh, are you looking at it right now, Jackie? Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Those kids are cute, man. I like those kids. Can't yeah. wait to see what they grow up to be, and they probably are going to grow up to be 
you know, pretty talented. The kids are so cute, but it is definitely, I mean, the word on the street is that it is very photoshopped in. It's great that it's photoshopped because, like, it's designed to be like, oh, us, we're just at home. Let's yeah, take a pic. And they couldn't even do that. I could see how, I could. I can kind of see it, how this is, especially the kid in the front looks very tacked on. Yeah. Right? Um, so anyways, <clears throat> number two, and if you don't get this one right, Winnie the Pooh will die. <laughs> no, no, don't, please. Winnie don't. the Pooh will die. Please don't kill him. Okay, this is a bit of a longer passage, but it's a fun one. Okay. This is, this is from the New York Post. An A-list actor who has been hit with several Me Too accusations raised some eyebrows in the L.A. swinger community, which we imagine is pretty tough to do, by sending an extremely graphic picture to a number of couples online without making any effort to conceal his identity. He sent the super steamy shot to a series of opposite-sex couples in the hopes of interesting them in a threesome. We're told the shot, seen by page six, shows the star grinning while holding the camera at arm's length to show his torso and erect penis whoa me too uh, uh me too accusations but not really james franco yes good job winnie the pooh i guess we'll live one day you will more. live another day but we'll one kill him tomorrow that's day. for sure we'll definitely <laughs> get, get him tomorrow please don't let them kill me jackie oh no please you're not gonna be killed i promise i promise i should never promise something i can't control it's not that i need to live but I'd very much like to. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, especially we had watched it back to back with Jingle all the way. And uh, it's just like, man, it's just absentee fathers. You know, right. it is it is a problem. It really is a problem. <laughs> well, of James Franco's cock, a grudgingly impressed insider said, I'm a fan of the dick and all, but aren't you trying to be a movie star still? <laughs> Which I think is very funny. That is funny. Also, I feel like I'm not sure what James Franco was trying to be. That guy, talk about a man with a thousand lives. I feel like nothing sticks to him. He just can be the, whatever kind yeah. of fuck up he wants. Yeah. And he keeps coming back. I, I thought he was going to get canceled like three months ago and nothing's come of it. For a decade. Yeah. There has been a, rumors about what an asshole he is. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. and everyone knows that it like it. It's not even like it's like oh, it's supposing that these things happen. We all like everyone knows it happened. Like it has happened, right? And nothing is. Ha I don't know how these things work, but nothing's happening. Jackie James Franco just sent me a picture of his. Don't don't, don't go over to his house, Pooh. Don't go over. I, you know, James Franco is 41 years old. Wow. More like 40 that's done. that's old, but I just thought, yeah, nice holding. Right? <laughs> I didn't think that's old, but it's just, I thought he was a lot young. I thought he was more, I thought he was closer to my age. I'm surprised that he was 41. He looks young. It was 2003 when Spider-Man came out, right? 16 years ago. And so what's 41 minus 16? I'm also just going to throw that out there. He is pretty close to my age. So what Jackie 25. just said made me depressed. Oh, uh, yes, because 25. I am actually kind of close to 41, and that makes me want to die myself. All of us are getting better looking, and everything's getting better. I want to be older. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, everybody does get better looking as they're older. It's that a is huge, true. Nobody, and also, Holden, nobody needs to date a 25-year-old man. Oh. So, I mean, if you are dating a 25-year-old man, uh, good job. And I'm sure that he's great, but I don't want to date 25 year old men anymore. And many people who are my age do not. And yes. so I think that you can embrace you're getting older. I think I might. 
like it. Also, do you remember <laughs> what you look like and how you lived your life? Oh, interesting. Do you have some judgments to make? How about you yeah, make I've fun of me again for the things that I enjoy? What a bully. Unbelievable. Well, you know what? You are no Winnie the Pooh, sir. You're no <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Here's the last blind item, okay? Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Ooh, okay. When you are wasted out of your mind and try to cut your own hair and it looks like crap, the next morning you can be like this former A-list, mostly television actress, and go to your hair person and then make it seem like something else entirely. And I know there's not enough clues there, so I will say she is a television actress uh, and she's uh, popular for being in a movie that is a popular American city. I mean, a TV show that is the name of, that is a popular American city. Popular American city, Dallas. No, <laughs> fuck off with that one. Mm. Chicago PD. <laughs> yeah, is it NYPD? Is it? It's is a it New mus- York. Is a music show. Chicago? Is that a no, show? That's no. <laughs> you call that a music show? No. Is that a music show? Yeah, it's a music <laughs> show. There's music in it. You put it on a show. She co-stars with what's her name from Friday Night Lights, Scotty Britt. Oh, um, Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, who's the, and who's the lady? Oh, Hayden yeah. Pentier. Yes, she, uh, the Nashville star at 30, recently chopped off her long blonde tresses in favor of a stylish pixie cut she shared on her Twitter account Tuesday night, which includes a shaved portion on the side of her head. Oh, but she looks great. Hayden Pentier is beautiful. Oh, absolutely, she but I just gorgeous. think it's funny that it was because she fucked up and then had went in and was like, oh, surprise, I got this pixie cut, when actually <laughs> she was just hammered and was like, Argh! <laughs> her hair is like the most iconic part about her too. Yeah, honestly, she's beautiful. She she's beautiful. actually she's going through she's going through. It's not her life is not good right now. It's actually oh, yeah. very sad. Really, um, everything's kind. Of, yeah, she's like she's with this partner that uh, I believe that just um, was arrested for domestic violence. Oh God. Um and and like she's like it, it's like a very toxic, horrible relationship. I think your daughter's like living in the Ukraine or something. And everything's kind of falling apart for her life right now. What is it about? This is a question from me to you as representatives of all women everywhere. What okay. is the what is the deal with the hair thing being a reflection of your life? I think it's, it's a huge. construction. I think that people, as a, somebody who's had short hair for almost all my life, except for when I was trying to pretend to be more normal, <laughs> uh, short hair is seen Not as an abnormal. Normal. Well, but that's the thing. Short hair is seen as an abnormality, maybe less so now. Uh, but but like for until maybe just a few years ago, to be a short-haired girl was to be something must be very wrong with you. And so there is this construction that when women are losing their minds. Okay. They cut off all their hair. Well, Britney it's not Spears. Just, it's not just cutting off all the hair, though. I will say it's also like when I broke up with my ex, like the first thing she did was dyed her hair, which mm. I had only known her as blonde, and then she dyed it re- dark red. Really what it is, it's a way to be able to control something. Okay. So I think it's like when you feel like you're losing control, if there is still that, that you can physically see a difference after you do it, and it is something that you chose to do. So when you yeah. feel like you're losing, like just whether it's relationships, whether it's job, whether it's just overall life, that is something you can definitely tangibly control and also see the difference. But it's also why, as someone that has done this many times while being very upset, I would then cry for days because, like, well, why did I make a rash decision when I was already this upset? Because no matter, even if it's great, you don't see it as great because you're in a mental illness mind fog. Because it's a reflection of the turmoil you're going through, potentially. So, yeah, there's twin phenomena. One is that, right, if you're, like, going through it, you might want to make a drastic physical change to symbolize I am a new 
which I and can I will, also identify with. And I will say, yes. it, was, it definitely worked on me. I was like, whoa. Yeah. She's like being different. I don't know. It was like when I saw her do that, it, it rocked me a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I saw her in some video or something like after the fact. And it was not long after we broke up. And it was it, it shook me as her ex. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, shit. new. That's a new girl. But then I yeah. do think I have that my my beef from before of I yeah. do think that it is it's framed as, as well. like when women cut their hair, something must be wrong with them. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And then there's the opposite end of that, which that's also not the case. Right. I feel like I feel like anyways, that's super not true because I feel like a lot of Women who are with child cut the hair for practical reasons. So yeah. that fucking kids always grabbing at their locks. I was so excited to dye my hair because my hair has gotten so gray since having t- children. And I was so psyched. I've never dyed my hair. And I went in and they were like, well, you need to come in every six weeks to maintain it. And it costs <laughs> like, you know, $300 A lot of money, dude. And I was like, well, wow. I it took me about four months to come in to get a single haircut. And yeah. so I can't do this. <laughs> and I need it more than ever. And so I don't know That's what funny. I'm going to do. Maybe, <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll do it from the drugstore. I want to do something anew. I want to be like one of these... Do a new Women one. Who, who makes myself That's, a new. And that you just brought up another point of fascination to me, which is just the cost of. Uh, hair for women yeah, blows man. me away. It's like, well, it's what I used to fight when I had really short hair too. And then I'd go in and they'd charge me a woman's price. Where I was like, well, why is this? This should be based on hair length and not on gender because that is such a still such a ridiculous yeah, gender stereotype where it's like, what are you talking? About? And also, so I have to pay a hundred dollars when it's a twenty-minute-long haircut that that my like a, a male significant other would pay twenty bucks for. And for we didn't the even exact ta- same haircut. And we didn't even talk about makeup, son. I know. What the Dude. fuck? When you find out, I think that every guy, just like every person needs to work a service industry job yeah. and a t- as a teacher for like one year each in order to be a human being on the planet. I think every guy should be forced to look at like the monthly and yearly cost of makeup and hair for a woman to get some better perspective on that shit. Makeup that hair. Bananas. Makeup hair, tampons and birth control too. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. All and I know we have stuff, you know, I have beard oil and stuff, but it's, it doesn't compare. <laughs> That's, it's not the same. Yeah. Right. It's just not the same It doesn't thing. compare. Like, no, it's there's cheap. not like, like all women aren't like, I won't date a man who doesn't do yeah. beard oil. Not yeah. that all men say that about uh, women. No, with makeup, they don't. But, but I, it but is a, a, a. I think. I think the common misconception is like you look beautiful without makeup. She's wearing a little makeup. Yeah, right. There's you not like I mean? a. Oh, he looks beautiful even when he doesn't have beard yeah, oil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no sta- double standard on that either, for sure. And I mean, I'm telling you right now, my haircut at my local place is twelve dollars. Yeah. And I go once every like month or two, and I go in there, and they do the. It's absurd $12 it's absurd yeah and if you're a woman with short hair I've been for years going either to like the local place where only old Ukrainian men go um, and I can get a $13 haircut but I am the only I'm fairly sure I'm the only woman who's ever gone in there and they're they're nice and it's fine and I can do that or I can go to like a salon and get a more expensive cut and where sometimes I have to like convince them about how like butch I want it. And then I recently found an awesome like queer friendly place to get like, no, I want it to be shaved. I want it to look like not like a feminine haircut. But for that, it's also it's a nice place that like is giving you a good haircut. And so you have to pay more money for that, too. You know, so I think you would actually like my barber that I go to because I it's a married couple and the lady who cuts my hair. I prefer her. And I think she would actually just like Like, I've seen her 
doing women's hair in there. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's like a salon treatment or yeah. anything like that. So I think the cost a lot cheaper. By the way, uh, and I know we're, we're wrapping up soon, but um, also, have you guys seen the documentary Good Hair? I've been wanting to watch it's that great. documentary because I love Chris Rock so much. I it's love that amazing. documentary. Uh, that is honestly, I think it's one of my favorite documentaries. It's awesome because I, it was it was something that I learned so much about, and I was totally engrossed. And he did such a good job with it. Yeah, and it's of course all more uh, centered towards uh, African American hair, black hair is what I was going to say, but then I said African American to be more correct. Okay, so just want to throw that out there. <laughs> But I love Chris Rock. I love him so much. <laughs> but it is a fascinating, you, you know. There's I'm going to start crying again, and it's not about <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, okay? <laughs> there is such a fascinating whole. It is an it is a thing that I think a lot of white people do not understand. Oh yeah, what, the importance of and what it is all about, and how uh, how it's so ingrained in our like nation's history is why. The way that African American hair is treated. It's so and how political. It's, it's so political. It's so interesting. So, anyways, just throwing that out there. Um, uh, yeah, and work a service industry job. This yes, has been please. The holiday and hair episode oh, of Page Seven. And I guess I should. Right? I was going to bring this up, and um, I think it's a good time to do it uh, as we close out. Uh, I think that uh, I would like to start a campaign during the holidays called the uh, Make a Waitress Cry campaign. And I will, a waiter or waitress, it's not gender specific, but I think that it is upon all of us to go to an unsuspecting restaurant and if you get treated well by the waiter or waitress there and you can tell it's the holidays and they have a lot going on. Do that crazy tip. Let's try to make some some oh. service industry oh, people I thought cry. You made make them cry like you ugly. You ugly. <laughs> That's what you put on No, no, no. This is a goodwill thing. Go give them like oh, yes. a three hundred percent tip. Give them slip them a hundo. Yeah. You know what I mean. Do that cool move. That or uh, things that if you don't have money, where it's like I I now whenever I see the, the you usually see it a lot in the holidays. I make an effort that if someone makes an, a little bit of effort at any store, I will ask to speak to their manager and say. This person really helped me out a lot, and I just wanted to say I really appreciated the fact that they went above and beyond that. Or anytime I see, I was at uh, I believe like a Starbucks or something yesterday. That was like, "How are we doing through the holidays?" And I just like wrote down the people's names that had just helped me, and I was like, "They did great," because it's those little things, especially if you've never worked a job like that before. That's what got me through the holidays was knowing that like at Joanne's, I'd get my little extra star on my apron because someone said a nice thing about me specifically. Right. It's those things that just brighten, and it doesn't cost anything. Thing. That doesn't cost anything, but I'm also saying tip somebody absurdly, an, well, unsus- yeah. an unsuspecting person. It's not like if a, you're able to. Yeah, it's if not a Christmas to, bonus, yeah. but if you are able to, if you have enough money to do this just once this holiday season, let's try to make those service workers cry, people. And also, man, tip the like people in your building who are collecting your packages uh-huh. because the people yes. in our building are freaking the fuck out because there's no infrastructure yeah. to accommodate how many people order their shit nightmare. online. It's and like, are everyone in our building are the super and like the people who work in the building are like drowning in packages. It's I like mean, a Christmas nightmare. My lobby is insane. They put a thing up about it being like, please take your packages. Yeah, same. So uh, tip, tip <laughs> the people who work in your building because they're For working sure. overtime. For sure. Hell yeah. And that's our message of holiday love to you. Oh my god, happy holidays guys. We love you all so much and thank you for being with us this year and hopefully you will stick with us next year, especially the second week of January where we will be with Miss Natalie Jean on stage live in Chicago and Pontiac and Milwaukee. You can get your tickets at lastpodcastnetwork.com 
facebook.com slash p7live it'll be wizard and the bruiser and page seven live show it's a great gift also good time to plug too the fact that yesterday which is this is insane to me the boys over at last podcast on the left wrote a book. book yeah man they wrote a book a really long way they put as as is per usual for them they put way more into this than they ever needed to it is a <laughs> 300 page long tome uh going into great detail they could have totally done uh i want to say like a fifth of the work yeah. that they put into this and yeah. uh everybody would have been fine with it yeah we so, saw marcus going through it yeah. you know he was he really was working hard on that book they for a long it, time they took it very seriously this isn't just some podcast book where they just bullshit about you know whatever no for, it's you know. great and i read through the proof too it is uh it's got great cartoon work in it it is it's funny it's informative and honestly i i was I was blown away, and I know I'm biased, but you know it's like, oh, good, yeah, okay, write a book. Um, <laughs> but I really was blown away by it. They did a really great job. You can pre-order it now, and it comes out April of 2020. So it's 4:20 all month. So you know that's the month to get a podcast. <laughs> it's also it's also the month for April Reels Day. So we'll get oh into that God. later, though. But Ugh. also. If you want to blow our fucking dumb, stupid dicks away, you can go on patreon.com forward slash P7 podcast. Is it P7 podcast? Page seven. Page seven. seven the number. Page the number seven. Po- <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Piglet. <laughs> what? Yes, Why Piglet? are you making me so sad by sorry. getting the information wrong? I'm sorry, Piglet. It's, it's patreon.com forward slash page the number no. seven podcast. But don't write the number seven. It's just the number seven. <laughs> I'm typing page the number seven. Piglet's $5. Piglet, for just $5, you can get a weekly episode of bonus content. Usually it's us taking quizzes, talking TV, and we're also giving you pop history and Riverdale Roundup and these normal page seven episodes on the main feed. If you're enjoying all that content, please consider just the $5 a month for even more content and to support what we already put out for free. Does that sound good, Piglet? I guess I approve. Uh, I oh, guess. Oh my god! Get out of here, Piglet. You guess you approve. You're so good at it. <laughs> we love you guys so much. I hope you have a beautiful and a hashtag blessed holiday. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. My name is Holden McNeely. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. My name is Molly Neffel. I'm MJKLCat. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Guess what, fans of the Last Podcast Network? The story must be told just got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash TSMBT. That's right. Pay for access to brand new, world-changing, state-of-the-art religious truths that exist solely behind a paywall. The story must be told. We still release free stories every other week. They're scary, funny, gross, weirdly sentimental. But now we can separate our listeners based on income. (laughs) Everyone gets the story must be told for free. But if you subscribe, you get the 522 Club, a podcast where we just chit-chat the story and all its truths. Like... What fluid will the Church of the Story ban next? Maybe nut milk, maybe vape juice, maybe blood. You'll have to give us your money to find out. Head to patreon.com slash TSMBT to subscribe for bonus content or listen to The Story Must Be Told for free every other week on your favorite podcast app. The Story Must Be Told. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. 
For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.